Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the Cyber Pro Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It's about five questions in roughly nine minutes because hackers never sleep. So let's just jump right in. Bill, glad to have you. Question number one, who are you and what do you do? Hey, great to be here. So I'm Bill Kunicki. I'm CTO for Lee's Cake. Um, uh, so a little bit about what I do. I kind of like to think of myself as being a dad first, CTO second, and uh, everything that I do in the work uh, of a startup means that I wear lots of other hats too. But I don't know, it's kind of kind of odd, but I like to think of myself as a dad because I actually have children, but also because I feel like I'm a dad a lot of times at work. Uh, software development, all of my career, I love building. I love building product and seeing that product get shipped out. Uh, I have an amazing team I work with. And uh, basically what I do is uh, let them go out there and uh, make me look good. <laughs> That's always a good thing when you have that type of team. Question number two, you sit both in the cyber and the IT and the technology space, you sit in a number of different chairs. So what's the best thing about being that type of professional? So for me, I think really the, the most important thing that, that, that I would want to say is that this is a creative outlet for me. I'm, I'm a creative kind of guy. I, I play guitar, but among other things, but this is sort of my creative outlet, right? So some people, uh, you know, pain or whatever, I, this is, I've developed software. It's my creative outlet. Um, I have, always been fascinated by complex systems. And so I love approaching those complex problems and then kind of breaking them down into like smaller pieces and then rebuild those back up into something that's really simple and elegant and purposeful, right? I mean, that's what software is for me. Uh, you know, the other thing I love is that we have members that just absolutely love us. They love our products. We get amazing feedback from them. I get calls sometimes just because people want to tell me that uh, they, they like some new feature that they've seen and they think it's really cool or it's something that's helped them and made their life a little bit easier. Um, so I, I love playing a part in overcoming those challenges, turning it into a really cool, very simple experience for them. And uh, I, I'm, again, I can't say it enough. I'm surrounded by this amazing talent that uh, we're able to do these things. Nice. Before we dig into you know some of the, the key insights that you're going to share, I'm curious if you could give me and, and, and the viewers some insights about what your company does. Yeah, sure. So we are all about lease and location management for uh, small to medium-sized businesses. So if you've got 10, 15, 20, let's say, Domino pizzas, uh, you have uh, you have a strong need to be able to keep track of everything about those locations. So it, it starts with things like the lease. So you have uh, you have all these dates and dollars, right? That you have to keep track of. You have to keep track of renewal notices or maybe automatic price increases and things like that. We help to automate a lot of that, but it goes beyond that with the actual uh, keeping track of all the different things that go into a location, right? So you may have. Uh, like an HVAC con, uh, contract that you need to keep track of or snowblowing renewal, clearly not in my area, but in others, right? So we help you keep track of really all the things that are important about uh, maintaining all of those locations. One location, a little bit simpler to do on your own. You get 10, 15, 20 of them, gets to be a lot more difficult. And we take a lot of that complexity away from you. That's wonderful. And for those that are watching, Bill is in Orlando, Florida. Uh, I am in Montana. <laughs> He's got a wonderful sunny day today when this was recording, and I have snow. So <laughs> wonderful. I, honestly, man. I don't want to. I don't want to rub it in. I think it might be close to eighty degrees right now. Oh, outside. wonderful. <laughs> well, let's 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 dig in now. Um, 
I'm hearing from a lot of other leaders that cybersecurity is a top concern. W- what does that mean to you? Well, for me, we first off, we have this really high level of trust between uh, our members and us, right? We, we house a lot of data that's important to them. Uh, and so within our community, we have to maintain that level of trust. That's probably the first thing. So we're the stewards of that data. Hackers are out there 24-7. They're, they're always out there with nefarious intentions, right? They're trying to figure out how they can you know, bypass security or what have you. So I take the security and, uh, and our stewardship of their data very seriously. Uh, security is always uh, top of mind for me. It's something I'm always thinking about. Had a conversation with my devs earlier this morning about some things that I have some concerns around. So cybersecurity is just our way of protecting and uh, maintaining that trust that we have. I like the word steward. I, I, I find that to be... Uh, <laughs> sign of servant leadership, which is, which is great. I appreciate that. And, and honestly, that's a great, yeah, servant leadership. That, that's, that's the way that we feel, right? And I try to instill that in all of my guys, right? Everybody that, that, that works within the dev team, they understand that we have a, we have a, you know, we have a duty to protect their data, right? So it sounds like you'd be a great boss. So if anybody is watching is looking for a job, <laughs> reach out to Bill. <laughs> Question number four, what piece of insight do you want to share with us? Um, so, you know, I really don't want to overplay this. I know I said it, but really and truly, we have this really great team. Um, we have a great product team. I've talked about our dev, but we have a really great product team as well. Um, you know, and the thing that I, I love is that we can take whatever their vision is uh, and then turn it into some really uh, great piece of software that we can deliver out to our customers. Um, so while the product drives... Um, a, a lot of how we, we want things to look and feel, right? We consider security every phase. So, so like, first off, like all of our engineers, they understand, they understand OWASP. Uh, it's our first line of defense, right? It's just a generally accepted set of principles and development things that they need to take into consideration as they're doing their work. Um, we try to regularly and uh, periodically do self-certification. We went, went through one a few months ago. Um, we, we use the OWASP, uh, ASVS, it, it allows us to reinforce that. So that's an internal thing, right? And so it starts with us, but then additionally over and above that, uh, even though we don't have PCI requirements, we don't, we don't take credit cards. We, we pass that off to somebody else to process. Um, we actually employ a uh, security partner to go in and do pen testing. So they go in and they, they, they do penetration testing on all of our uh, software. We just got through one of those uh, a few weeks ago. And both with the self-cert that we do and with the penetration, uh, the bottom line is we're going to have a set of remediation items, right? And so we take that very seriously. We make sure that we get that through that in a timely fashion. You, you're always going to miss something, right? There's going to be something out there. And so it's okay that you miss something as long as when you catch it doing one of these self-certs or pen testings, that you address that and you get that done. I like the, the, the real world attitude you take on it. You know, instead of trying to prevent every breach or trying to be a complete remediation house, you know that things are going to slip, but yep. your focus has to be on how to fix those when it happens. So right. totally right. appreciate that. Bill, my favorite question, what's your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? <laughs> All right. So 
I'm sorry, I got to take a little liberty with this one. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna actually call three of them out. Okay, so okay, the the Tandy SX1000. Uh, it was the first PC I had that I uh, developed software on, um, and, and I can remember with that old chip that I had a, a piece of software that I wrote and sold for doing accounts receivable. And it would take over 10 minutes to do a compile and make of the, uh, of the, of the build that I was delivering out to a client. So <laughs> slow to say the least. Yes. Uh, the, the Motorola Razor, come on. That, that was like the sexiest cell phone I think that's ever come out. Uh, I, I don't know why, but I just think it's a cool uh, phone. Always has been. Uh, and then finally, <laughs> uh, the eight-track tape. Uh, there's something about eight-track still. Um, I still have one. I don't use it anymore, but I still have one. Uh, <laughs> refuse to get rid of it, uh, and still have some old uh, Ted Nugent and a few other ones. I'm sure lying around with that uh, with that eight-track player. That's amazing. I, I love it. I grew up on eight tracks. The first uh, Kiss album I listened to on an eight-track <laughs> in my dad's car. So I, I love it. I think that was a Definitely an early retro technology. And the Motorola Razor, they tried to bring it back. I don't know if you saw that. I know. Yeah, I saw it. It, it wasn't just, the same. I'm it sorry. wasn't the same. No. <laughs> Man. Well, Bill, you did it. Uh, more than five questions in just a touch over nine minutes, which is awesome. And I appreciate you being on. It was epic having you. Folks, take a look at the rest of the CyberPro podcast. And thank you again. Awesome. Thank you so much.